Welcome to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio, president and founder of Mercurio Wealth Advisors. How would you like to model your retirement plan after a thousand successful retirees that have gone before you? Let's get started building your game plan for retirement with the man known as Louisville's retirement coach, Alan Mercurio. And welcome once again to Retirement 360. Glad you're here. If you feel really awful this morning, that's because of the time change. If you got to church and nobody was there, that's because you forgot about the time change. (laughs) We lost an hour of sleep and it's going to take a little while for all of us to get back into that. The whole biorhythm thing and all of that. And uh, But we're not worried about that this morning. What we're here to do is talk a little bit about markets and money and you and how you are preparing for the future with you and your money and the guy who helps us out every week is alan mercurio hey alan how are you today hey man how are you i'm good i'm good i did get up on time this morning so i was i was one that set the clock back good good i have a friend who says i'll do it 15 minutes every day and then by the time we get there i'm all set so he takes it a little bit at a time so (laughs) i don't know i love this to do it i love this time of year because it just it means that the the warmth is right around the corner so we're, we're getting ready to warm up and have longer days and I think somebody I, I, should have shot the groundhog this year because the groundhog oh you know, that didn't have it at all this year. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, we're here to talk about money and planning for retirement. I, and one of the stories that we have that we're going to use in the second half of the show today actually was inspired by a friend of mine who said, I don't need a financial advisor. What I need is a checklist. Just tell me what to do when I'm 59, when I'm 62, when I'm 65, when I'm 70. Just give me the checklist. So... There happens to be a checklist, and we have it 10 years before retirement, five years, one year, and three months. And as I went through that entire list, I said, you need a financial advisor (laughs) because there's a lot there, isn't there, Alan? There's a whole lot there, and I think that that's the the key is that, I mean, yes, you can try to do a lot of this stuff, and I think that it's great to start doing this 10 years before the the date, but... uh, you do have to kind of double check some things as you go. And I've got a story when we get to that, that about a, a, a client that we just saw this week that continues to kind of make wrong decisions. And they, they make these decisions outside of our scope of advising mm-hmm. and uh, they, you know, they, they've hired us to be an advisor, but they don't come back and ask us questions. So you have to kind of communicate and make sure everything's on target for that, that ultimate retirement date. What is it about us? I mean, we, we, it's like we revert back to little kids. I remember my two-year-old go, I'll do that myself. You know, I, I was having him in the bathtub and I'm going to pull the plug on the bathtub and go, no, I'll do myself. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you get into your, and you're retiring. No, I could do this myself. No, really, you do need a little help. And that's why we're here. And we'll go through that checklist coming up just a little bit later on. But actually, this weekend, there's an anniversary, a market anniversary that we wanted to touch on. And that is that this weekend, the, the 9th in 2000, March 9th, 2009, 10 years ago this week was the bottom of the 2008-2009 crisis. At this point, Everything started going back up again. So we hit, we bottomed out and up it went. So if you look at anything now, 10 years ago, pretty much all the numbers are going to be going up. All the, all the lines will be going up, but I found it interesting. This is from the street. They, they had some financial people that they interviewed at that time. And here was some of their reaction. You couldn't tell it was a big day that day because, uh, the market had been falling and we didn't know it was not going to fall any farther. The stocks were going down and down and down every day and people were, were wondering, when is this going to end? I was a stock analyst five years removed from college and I only knew that stocks went up, never down. He needs to go to a different college. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he did go to a different college during that time frame. Yeah. That was a college of hard knocks right That's there. That's the absolute truth. Absolute truth. So, Alan, here we are 10 years after the financial crisis. We remind people that the market can go down. Mm-hmm. And so what do we learn from all of that? What What are the lessons we take away? Well, I mean, I think the first thing, if you just study a little bit about that time frame, and it's it's hard to believe that it has been 10 years, but the the NASDAQ was down 54.9% from October 9th of 2007 to March 9th of 2009. The S&P 500 was down 56.8%. 
and the Dow, the big 30 companies that you, you know, everybody just knows that they're rock solid and they're never going anywhere was down 54%. Mm. So I think that what I've seen over the last probably three to four years is a recommitment to stocks and people have gotten more involved in stocks. And this, I think, is a danger sign because as you're, if you're retired, you're looking for yield or you're looking for growth. And I understand that. I get that. But the problem is, is that we repeatedly on a weekly basis, we see people coming in here with 80, 90, 100 percent of their portfolio now back in the stock market. And I think the the challenge is, is that we could end up in, a, in another trough like we've seen in 2008 and nine. And, and I think that we will at some point. So you have to be ready for that. So the, the, the challenge that everybody has kind of went through as they went through this long period of probably not being in the market, really scared of it. And then they started edging back in or easing back into it. And then now every time they go to see their advisor, they're complaining they're not making as much as their buddy's making. So they dial it up a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more till they get to 70, 80, 90% of of their Mm -hmm. portfolio at risk again. And we could go back down that same valley. So you have to make sure that you're not in that position. You know, we, we use the word on a show like this, allocation. And just be, you could just sit still, couldn't you, almost, and your allocation would be out of whack because you'd be going more and more and more heavy stocks because the stock market is moving up. So you want to go with that. And then all of a sudden, you get on the other side of that mountain and you become more at risk. So... I guess the lesson here, Alan, is when we talk about putting together the Retirement 360 scorecard, one of the big items there is getting an assessment of where you are right now and an assessment of how much risk you're at. And really understanding that risk. And I think that is the key part of that because we we talk about and we provide reports for people to look at of their own holdings and show them, you know, if the worst thing happened again, What's going to happen to your portfolio? Where is it going to actually go? And and knowing that, it gives you at least a plan of action as to do I need to go ahead and change that now or no, I'm okay with that risk. I'm going to stick with it a little while longer. We just, we had a little taste of it back in mm-hmm. uh, what's October through December of last year and where the market dropped about 16% in a quarter. So uh, we bounced back up so far this year. So I think we've kind of got a reprieve. Now that if that kind of made you nervous the last quarter of last year, now's the time to really find out where your portfolio is on that scale of risk from one to a hundred and let's adjust it. I mean, make some adjustments for it. You don't have to continue to make 10% or shoot for the stars in retirement. What you want to try to do is get a steady rate of return somewhere between, I'm always shooting for anywhere from four to 6% net of fees and everything. If we can get somewhere in that ballpark, most people are pretty happy with that. Got it. And that's one of the things that we'll do. Job number one is stress test your portfolio. And What are we talking about here? We're talking about a free look at where you are right now. The Retirement 360 Scorecard is our offer to you. We make that available to you each week here on the radio. And it's just as simple as giving us a call at 253-9366 and say, I'd like the scorecard. It's it. I mean, we we named it a scorecard for a reason. This is where you are right now. We're going to give you a score. How likely is it that your money will make it to age 80, 85, 90, 95? Wouldn't you like to know that answer? Alan, that's kind of part of this, isn't it? Just kind of stress testing it and figuring that out. It's exactly what it is, Randy. And basically what we do, folks, is if you've earned or saved at least $250,000 for retirement and you care about your money, you, you value the advice and you're concerned about your future, The scorecard is really where you need to start. Step number one is where we would go through and analyze your current investment strategy. We're going to use our results in advanced planning to help you look at your current plan and see if it's going to make it to those age marks that Randy just mentioned. Are we going to get to 80, 90, maybe even 100 years old and still have money left over? We're also going to include an important fee analysis in there so you actually know what you're paying in fees to your financial advisor, to the tools that they're using like the mutual funds or what kind of accounts that they're using and what kind of fees are involved than those. We'll stress test the portfolio. So then we're going to we're going to put it under some pressure and see, okay, well, what happens like in the October through December of 2018 or possibly a 2008? What's what's that going to do to your portfolio? Are you going to be able to stick with it during those tough times? And then finally, we're going to put together an income analysis and show you where your income 
to us where it looks like it's coming from. Where's that coming from out of your portfolio? Are you getting enough Social Security? Are you, do you have pensions? Do you need to make up a gap somewhere and build that portfolio or that income plan? So all of that is absolutely free for the callers to call in right now, and we'd love to run those tests for you. 253-9366 is our number. Give us a call right now and just say, hey, I'd like that scorecard. And all will get the ball rolling on that one. Again, it's free. There's no obligation there. You can look us up online and do your homework. We encourage you to do that. Louisville's Retirement Coach. Com. Well, you talked about fees in the scorecard there, and that is kind of one of the places we're going to, a couple of the places we're going to go today. When we, at, when we talk about where most people have their money, it's usually a 401k. And you remember in Wizard of Oz where uh, Glinda looked at Dorothy and said, are you a good witch or a bad witch? <laughs> All right. Do you have a good 401k or a bad 401k? That's what we're going to answer here. Motley Fool has an article about that. And I think all of us want to know, is it a good one or a bad one? Alan, when you look at it, their 401k, what separates the good from the bad? Well, I think some of the 401ks that are out there, first of all, most 401k designers or plans put together these to sell to an employer. And usually in order to make it appealing to the clients or to the employees, they put a limited number of funds in there. So you don't have to make a lot of choices. Uh, so the ones that are real limited on funds, I think those are a little bit sketchy as far as what, whether you should use those. The ones, especially if they have the company's name in there, like if it's a, I'm just going to use this and this is nothing against this company, but if it's a, a principal 401k and it's got the principal S&P 500 fund in there, mm-hmm. that's usually a sign that you don't want that particular account because they're probably charging you extra fees to have that name associated with it. Got it. So make sure those are not in there. And I think some of the other things that you want to look at is understanding what kind of fees you are paying. Most people feel like they're not paying anything in fees in 401ks because you don't see a, a deduction and, and typically you don't have to write a check for it. But there are fees inside those 401ks, and you can reduce those fees by doing a little research. Well, that's one of the things that the Retirement 360 scorecard can do for you. We talk about analyzing your fees. We're going to talk about that more and what fees can do to you in our next segment and how it actually could mean you have to work longer because you're paying these fees inside your portfolio. So we'll get to that in a second. But for right now, give us a call on the Retirement 360 scorecard. This is free to you, a stress test of your portfolio. Let's figure out where you are on the risk scale. Let's figure out how long your money will last. And let's figure out what could happen that could pull that number down and what maybe you can do about it. 253-9366 is our number. 253-9366. Simply ask for the scorecard. We'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk about that, the fees and what that can do to you and your money and your retirement. That's next on Retirement 360. When it comes to the stock market, who can figure that out? When it's good news, it goes down. When there's bad news, it goes up. Maybe there's a lesson here. Stop worrying about it. Stop trying to understand it. Develop a plan for it. No matter what the market is doing, my friends at Mercurial Wealth Advisors can help. Their Retirement 360 game plan is designed to answer some big questions. Social Security isn't enough. How do I build more income? What if the market dives? What if I get sick? How do I protect my money? If you are unsure about how or if you're doing everything you can to prepare for your retirement, call Mercurio Wealth Advisors and ask for your complimentary Retirement 360 game plan. Or just call 502-253-9366 today. Ask for your complimentary Retirement 360 game plan. That's 502-253-9366 or go online at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. And welcome back to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio at Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Time is on your side. Well, we all talking about time this weekend because of the time change. Hope you got that all ironed out last night before you went to bed. But we're going to talk a little bit about what time can do to your money. And Alan, we talk about this all the time. You know, we tell everybody who's in their 20s, you know, get involved with your 401k and use the time value of money because there's... There's one thing that those of us in our 50s and 60s can't do, and that's roll back that clock, right? 
You can't buy more time, and that's for sure. Yeah, but uh, the, the, it works the other way, too, though, is if you're paying a lot of fees, time will work against you on those mm-hmm. fees, doesn't it? Here's, a, here's an article in Forbes, and it says, you will need an additional five years to make up the returns that you lose by paying 1% in unnecessary fees. Wow. That's, that's huge. And, and and we've actually done the math with many prospective clients and clients before they came clients and, and coming in and just looking at the types of products that they're in that have additional fees and they're paying a, an advisory fee. And that's understandable. You're going to pay your advisor for advice to help you along this path, or maybe you don't, maybe you're going to do it on your own, but those products that you're putting your money in, the mutual funds, the variable annuities, those types of those real estate investment trusts, those types of investments that are out there that promise these great benefits or great rewards, they are loaded with different types of fees that you may not realize that you're paying or committing to pay once you put your money into it. And and quite frankly, these are things that a lot of advisors kind of skim over. They give you the nice little prospectus, the book that everybody reads from cover to cover. And, you know, if you did, you would actually see a lot of those fees in there and you might be a little bit more subjective as to where you're going to invest your money. Well, a lot of people don't realize that even within mutual funds, you know, every time there's buying and selling going on, there's a fee associated with that. There's management fees of your money. Every time you see a uh, a commercial on TV for that company, I'm just I'll just say one company, Fidelity, if you see it on there, that doesn't come free. That does not come, you're paying for that and that's coming out of your 401k. It's called a 12B1 fee. So there are all sorts of fees that are layered in there. And some of them are hard to find, aren't they, Alan? They are. And, I, you know, I think the thing that you have to do is you have to be willing to look for them. A lot of people just have been kind of taught by the industry that we don't even look for them anymore. I've said this many times on the show that, you know, this industry is the only industry that the buying public typically doesn't scrutinize what kind of fees they're paying or what you're paying for something. You just meet with somebody, they, they tell you they're going to be able to provide all of these great benefits and, for whatever reason, we've not been taught or we've been taught not to ask, I guess, and we just don't. And sometimes that comes back to bite you. So I think over the last five to 10 years, that's become a little bit different. There are advisors like us that are talking about this, that are bringing, shining a light on it. And and I also you know have to always say that you know fees are usually an issue in absence of value. So if you're not getting value from your, your mm-hmm. advisory team, that's where you need to really question it. You still need to, I mean, if you're over 2% or something like that, you need to really consider where you are because, as you said, that 1% in fees, that could mean that you might have to work five years longer or have an additional chunk of money to make it another five years after you retire. Well, think about it this way. You're looking at somebody who's 65 years old right now, and you're having a meeting with them, and, and you say to them, if you could have come to me earlier and we could cut down on these fees, you could have retired when you were 60. That's a bad meeting. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Yeah, yeah. You know, and- yeah, and the thing is, is the math doesn't lie. I mean, if you have that 1% increase in fees and it works out over to be an, about a 17% decline in your retirement funds over 20 years, you have to figure out how to replace that if mm-hmm. you're going to pay that extra fee. And uh, there are easier ways to do this with a more efficient ways to do this by just having an open conversation with your advisory team. As we were talking here, Alan, you, we, we talked not that long ago about the passing of Jack Bogle and Jack Bogle was the head of Vanguard and Jack's whole philosophy was trying to put more money in your pocket by making available to you investments at lower fees and this is one of the reasons why I got a clip from Jack here when he talked about 401k fees. Well, you have to rely on somebody to get out a compound interest table and look at the impact over an investment lifetime. Do you really want to invest in a system where you put up 100% of the capital, you're the mutual fund shareholder, you take 100% of the risk and you get 30% of the return? 30% of the return. That, that seems That's amazing. unbelievable that you put in $100 
and 65 of it is going to go to somebody else's retirement and 35 percent is going to go to yours. But that is actually possible over the lifetime. If you started when you were maybe 25 years old in your 401k and you let it go and you weren't aware of the fees. That's all. Yeah, and that, the sooner that you can grab hold of this concept and really understand what you're paying and what you're getting from it, then you're obviously going to be better off in the long run by having a, a, a well-designed plan. Now, the other thing that you have to look at here is that I think when you start looking at and scrutinizing fees, and we get this from time to time too. Actually, we had it in the last quarter of last year from a couple clients. They said, well, Alan, you know, our portfolio dropped in value over the last three months, and you're still taking out your fee. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. I mean, the, the, that's how we get paid is, is based on the size of the account. But the difference is from a – product fee versus an advisory fee is that our goal, you know, if we, if you start with a thousand dollars and we're paying, charging you 1%, then we get more if it goes to $1,100. Mm-hmm. If it goes to $900, we get less money. So our goal is to make money for our clients, just like their goal is to keep their money steady or growing. So we're on the same side of the table. Yes, we get paid even if the account value goes down, but we're in there doing stuff to try to make it go back up or keep you from making a serious error and jumping out at the wrong time. And there's a reason that we're talking about this today because this is a big part of what the Retirement 360 game plan is and the Retirement 360 scorecard is getting an analyzation of where you are right now when it comes to your fees. So, Alan, let's go through step-by-step. There's a three-step process here of what the scorecard is. The first one is what we talked about before. It's running that stress test on your money. Running that stress test, and what the way I usually try to encourage you to do this is if you saved at least $250,000 for your retirement, you care about your money, you value advice, and you're concerned about your future dollars and how that's all going to break down, this is really going to work out for you really well. Step number one is we're going to analyze your current investment strategy, and we're going to use our results in advanced planning. We do a thousand different simulations to figure out where your current plan is going to take you. Are you going to make it to age 80 with enough money? Are you going to make it to age 85 or 90, maybe even 100 years old, and still have money in the bank? We're also going to do a fee analysis to show you what you are currently paying in fees. So you get a good understanding of how that money is being extracted from your portfolio and where that's going and if you're getting value for that. Then we're going to stress test your portfolio. We're going to put it under some stress, just like the market challenges we had in the last year or last quarter of last year. We're going to see if you're comfortable with how far your account can drop in value over a period of three or four months or even a couple of years. And then finally, we're going to do a, an income analysis to show you where your income is coming from, where we see it coming from in your plan. Is it from reliable, sustainable sources? Are you going to be able to continue getting that income throughout your retirement years? And are you having that surety that you have that income? That's more likely that you're going to stick with your plan. And that's the whole goal of this is making sure you, you have a sound Uh, financial plan going into retirement. Finding out where you are right now, stress testing your money, looking at fees, figuring out where the income is coming from. Are you on track right now? Are there things that you could do right now that would put you in a better position? That is a great, great way to start your retirement and start planning for your retirement. Give us a call right now at 253-9366 and ask us for the scorecard. It's available free to you. There's no obligation here. We would love to run these reports for you and get to know you and find out what your questions are about this important part of your life. 253-9366. Again, ask us for the scorecard. And we got a, a minute or so left here in this segment, Alan. And one of the parts of the income puzzle that is very, very important is Social Security. And you guys have a Social Security class coming up at, uh, at L Shelby Campus mm-hmm. again on the 18th and the 25th. And it's called right. Don't Roll the Dice on Social Security. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, the concept behind this is, is knowing exactly where Social Security is right now and how sustainable is it for you and are you going to continue to receive social security in your uh, retirement years is that going to be one of those reliable sustainable sources of income we're going to sit down for about an hour hour and a half at the L campus and talk about social security the history where it is right now in the future as we see it with social security i think it's a great class for you to come out and sit down and, and kind of get some education get some knowledge about where one of your guaranteed sources of income is going to likely come from 
and how are we going to sustain that throughout your lifetime? Income, income, income. We talk about it all the time, and this is one of the important pieces of the income that will come your way. Let's make the most of us. Give us a call right now. It's 253-9366 if you want to know about the class. You can also sign up online at mwaclass.com. Coming up next, we'll go through that timeline. What are you supposed to do? What are some things you should be thinking about 10 years, 5 years, 1 year, and 3 months before retirement? That's next on Retirement 360. Have you ever walked into a furniture store only to have a salesperson follow you around like they're hovering waiting to pounce on you and your wallet? Well, it seems like the financial industry can do the same thing. You get in your mid-50s and there's a long line of people waiting to buy you a steak dinner so they can pounce on your 401k. Now, my friends at Mercurio Wealth Advisors don't like that model. For over 30 years, they have looked at their clients as friends and partners, not a one-time sales opportunity. Good financial planning starts with having an understanding of who you are and what your dreams are in retirement. Why not talk to a group that is more interested in closing the gaps in your retirement income rather than closing a deal? Just call 502-253-9366 today. Ask for your complimentary Retirement 360 game plan. That's 502-253-9366 or online at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. Welcome back to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio at Mercurio Wealth Advisors. You can find us online at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. Okay, this, uh, this next segment or two is inspired by somebody who came to me and said, just tell me what to do. Just tell me what I need to do when I'm 59, when I'm 60, when I'm 62, when I'm 65. I can handle this myself. All right, so why not? Well, we have uh, we have some boxes for you to check off today. Alan, do you talk to many people 10 years away from retirement? Do people come in that early, or is that kind of an, uh, an unusual occurrence? Uh, we do. We talk to a few people that are 10 years out from retirement. It's usually somebody that maybe has a position in the government that they have to give up at a certain age or ah, something like that. Okay. Uh, so that's usually kind of the background to it. But to be honest with you, a lot of people wait until, you know, some people wait till the last month before they, st- mm-hmm. they start planning, which is really dangerous. But I like this segment. I like the, the th- thought of this because I do believe there are qualified, competent people out there that, that can take the, the information that we're going to give in this short segment here and use this. And I want to encourage people to call in and if they miss some of these, call in and set it, I'll schedule time to sit down and kind of go over these with you. If you want to tackle this on your own, I mean, I'd be happy to do that with you just so that you can can build a plan that is workable, but you got to make sure that you hit all the buttons. And that's, I think that's the key that we're going to go over today. So a lot of the time when you see an article about where you should be 10 years before retirement, the first thing they tell you is here's how much money you should have saved. And many times they'll put a formula with it. Uh, They'll say you need seven times your current salary in savings, 10 times, whatever like that. How do you feel about that, those rules of thumb and, and the formulas? Well, I definitely think the rules of thumb are helpful to start with. I don't think that everybody can use them as gospel, that that's what their plan is going to dictate. I've had people that have retired with 300000 in their total savings or 200000 and that's all they had to their name, and they did find. And I've also had people that had two and three million dollars and ran out of money. So mm-hmm. the thing that you have to make sure of is what's your outgo, uh, what, what are you spending every month and how's that going to match up? But I do like the the first one on here is it says 10 years out, you need to have about seven times your current salary in savings. And that puts you on the road to having 10 times your final salary saved by the time your retirement uh, date comes around. So, you know, if you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year, just to make an easy number, 10 times, that's a million dollars. So that's the kind of the target that you're shooting for. I, you know, that's a, a great rule of thumb. It's not going to work for everybody, but I do think that's something that you need to shoot for is to start building that number. And I think that most people realize that, that they're, especially when you're 10 years out from retirement, that starts to kind of weigh heavily on your mind. You start to see the, the kids out of college and you're spending a little bit more money than you probably should. And, it kind of starts to come home to people. Gotcha. All right. Well, then the next one would be kind of these kind of go together here. It's the the back and forth. Should I pay off my mortgage before I get to retirement or should I not do that and then keep on plugging money into a retirement fund, keep on investing? So where do you fall on that one? 
Well, again, I think this kind of goes back to where's your sources of income going to come from? I mean, we've just went through one of the most historic low periods of in, in interest that we've ever been through. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people got to refinance or got to buy homes at a very, very low interest rate. So now it's a little bit different than it was even you know 15 or 20 years ago because back then your interest rates were probably higher and it made more sense to go ahead and pay an 8% mortgage or a 10% mortgage off, whereas now you've got maybe a 2 or 3% mortgage. Mm-hmm. So, so I do think that you have to kind of consider that. Do you have that reliable, sustainable source of income that I always talk about? Is that coming in? Can you make that mortgage payment in retirement? If you can, maybe you don't have to pay it off. But I think that in general – Relieving yourself of debt is the primary uh, focus of getting ready for retirement is you want to start to get some of that debt retired before you actually retire. Now, keeping investing. So one of the things we talk about all the time, even within our scorecard, is dialing back your risk. Is 10 years out from retirement too early to dial back your risk? I don't think it's too early. I think you still need to be aiming for growth, though. I think you need to still shoot for that growth somewhere between a a trip to Las Vegas and stuffing cash in the mattress, I guess, is (laughs) is the easiest way to look at it. But it's got to be comfortable for you. Again, if you're during this last quarter of last year, if you had some anxious moments during that and you felt like, oh, my gosh, I'm losing my shirt here and you're 10 years out from retirement, that to me is a, a red flag saying, well, you got your you got too much on the table. You need to take some off. Mm-hmm. And by that uh, standard, then what we would have, like I said earlier, we've got a, a kind of a reprieve now because the markets have bounced back up and you've got some of that money back in. Now it's time you can adjust that portfolio to be a little bit more cautious going We're forward. Going through kind of a timeline here of 10 years, five years, one year before retirement, and even three months. We're going to hit that one as well. The one thing that I noticed as I looked at this article as a whole, that taxes never came up. There's there's not one thing in this entire thing about taxes and tax planning. So if you were to say, is it too early 10 years before retirement to do a little tax planning? You and I talk about this on the radio all the time, mm-hmm. is if you're going to transfer some money from a 401k or an IRA and move it over to Roth a little bit at a time, 10 years might not be too early to start thinking about that. Absolutely not. Let's, let's talk about that for just a second. So it's rarely good to postpone anything, right? Mm-hmm. So let's let's assume that you're in your house one morning, you're sitting in your, your uh, comfortable chair watching TV, having a cup of coffee, and a drip comes from the ceiling and hits you right in the forehead. Okay, so now you've, got, you've discovered that there's a drip there. Now you could put that off and hope that it gets better over time, but the likelihood is it's not going to get better, right? Right. Deferring these taxes in these 401ks and these IRAs is the same thing, folks. We're deferring it to some other point in the future that we have no idea what's going to happen. And we know looking at our current country's deficit, where we are right now, we're $22 trillion in debt in this country. You know, 10 short years ago, we were $9 trillion in debt. So it took us 234 years to get to $9 trillion in debt. It took us 10 years to get to $22 trillion in debt. Wow. To me, there's there's a, a system malfunction right there. We have to figure out what we're going to do with this. I know what the government's going to do. They're going to raise income taxes. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel certain of that. And it's going to be on the people that leave their money in the traditional 401ks and the IRAs and kick the can down the road to, to 70 and a half to pay the taxes. Those are the people that's going to pay the bulk of the taxes in this country. Now you have an opportunity. If you're 10 years out from retirement, I'd start converting everything to Roth IRAs as you can or Roth 401ks as much as you can and taking that much that part of the your retirement off the table and uh, excluding it from future tax changes. So there's uh, 10 years before retirement, things that you can do, have a certain amount in, in, use one of those formulas, maybe seven times your current salary in savings, paying down the mortgage, keep investing, don't go too conservative, and look at a tax strategy. Sit down with someone like Alan and see what that does for you. Because if you go to 70 years of age and you've got everything in a 401k, that might not be the best thing. So Certainly some things to think about there. Let's move it up now, Alan, to 
five years before retirement. We talk about a retirement red zone. This mm-hmm. is where it is. So you've already hit it already. Attack your debt. Attack your debt now uh, and do this aggressively at five years because your income now is probably higher than it's ever been. It's also it's definitely higher than it's going to be in retirement. So you want to get that that uh, debt off of your shoulders a little bit and see if you can start getting some of that paid off so that you can use that income, that extra income that you're making in those later years to your benefit. And here's one that is so common. It's common at my house because we're thinking about it right now. The uh, the kids have wreaked havoc on the house and now they're gone. And the, the bathroom upstairs absolutely needs to be refinished. Uh, the wallpaper is peeling off the wall. The wife doesn't <laughs> like the look of it. She says, we're doing this bathroom. And some people, it's a kitchen and boy, that can run into money. Let's, oh my gosh. let's talk yeah. about that whole idea of kids moving out. Now mom and dad are going to make the house the way they want to. Well, I mean, you think about it, there's a whole industry out there, the remodeling industry, that uh, that's how they make their living is selling you and I and people listening to the show remodeled baths and remodeled kitchens and everything. And yeah, you have to update it, but you can do it on the cheap. You can, you can get done a little bit less expensive than hiring the the boutique shops out there and i'm not trying to pick any on anybody or put anybody out of business or anything but you know you can be a little bit more reasonable about it and not upgrade everything at one time Mm -hmm. try to do it a a little bit at a time get it paid for out of cash as opposed to going into debt for it Uh, that's the number one thing if you can do that uh, you're much better off than than putting it on the credit card or paying over time because then you're just adding back to the debt side or reaching into your retirement savings and doing it yeah you definitely don't want to do that i've had people ask well alan should i should i borrow from my 401k they they say that i can borrow from my 401k and i'm paying myself back you know the problem with that folks is that you're paying yourself back but you're paying yourself back with after-tax dollars so technically you're getting taxed twice on the on the money that you take out so the money you put in first is pre-tax so you never pay tax on it you take it out put it in your bank account you use it for your remodel but then you have to pay back that loan with after-tax money so you've put after-tax money back into your 401k and then when it comes back out you're paying tax on it again Ugh. so to me it just doesn't make sense to ever take a loan from your 401k and you know I've had, i'll have a advisors argue with that point with me all day long but i just don't believe in that part of it last one on this list for five years before retirement it says don't get fired so <laughs> you, you, you've got to make sure that you're employed and you're keeping your health insurance and that kind of thing and you may have to bite the bullet a little bit here and swallow your pride but at the same time, it is important to stay employed, isn't it? It's definitely important. But here's the part that I like to kind of highlight with the retirement scorecard, with our process, the retirement game plan, is if you know that you're in a position that if you're, you lose that, that job five years out from your expected retirement date that you could still make it, that's going to give you a sense of confidence that you're going to be able to be okay during that period. Obviously, you don't want to get fired. And you don't want to lose that position because usually that last five years of work, especially if you've been there for 25 or 30 mm-hmm. years, is probably the easiest work that you're getting, you've ever done. You're, you may be enjoying it. You get paid for doing something that you enjoy that doesn't really stress you out too bad or hurt you too much. But having that game plan, knowing that you're okay, to me is a great stress reliever to know that if you walk in and they just change the rules on you, that you can leave if you have to. Well, that's one of the stories that we did not that long ago is there was a study of people from age 50 on up and they asked them, how many of you made it to your retirement date, your targeted retirement date? And only 20% of them 80% of them had some sort of a job loss, some sort of a a downsizing, some sort of a a pullback in their salary before they they made it to their age 65 or wherever they were going to retire. It's not uncommon. No, it's definitely not uncommon, and we see it all of the time. And you think about it, the companies out there are trying to improve their bottom line. So if they can get rid of one of us older workers that may be pulling down a six-figure income and and trade us out for a couple younger guys that maybe are not making six figures between them, uh, they'll do that all day long. All right, so that brings us to our next segment. We're going to talk about one year before retirement. We're going to talk about three months before retirement. So 10 years before retirement, have seven times your current salary and savings 
pay down that mortgage, keep investing, have a tax strategy. Think about and maybe act on the idea of taking money out of that 401k and translating it over to money that is going to be tax-free in your retirement, attacking your debt, doing home improvement, but doing the cheap stuff, and keep your job and your health insurance as long as you possibly can. We've got more for you coming up on our timeline and our checklist for retirement coming up next on Retirement 360. When it comes to the stock market, who can figure that out? When it's good news, it goes down. When there's bad news, it goes up. Maybe there's a lesson here. Stop worrying about it. Stop trying to understand it. Develop a plan for it. No matter what the market is doing, my friends at Mercurial Wealth Advisors can help. Their Retirement 360 game plan is designed to answer some big questions. Social Security isn't enough. How do I build more income? What if the market dives? What if I get sick? How do I protect my money? If you are unsure about how or if you're doing everything you can to prepare for your retirement, call Mercurio Wealth Advisors and ask for your complimentary Retirement 360 game plan. Or just call 502-253-9366 today. Ask for your complimentary Retirement 360 game plan. That's 502-253-9366 or go online at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. Welcome back to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio at Mercurio Wealth Advisors. If you've been listening to us on the radio, you like what you hear, you want to hear some more, here's an opportunity for you to do just that. Uh, the team has a, um, a, a class, or actually two of them, over at UofL at the Shelby campus called Don't Roll the Dice on Social Security. We're going to talk about Social Security in just a second here, but it's an important part of your retirement income, and we would love for you to get some of this information. These are free, the 18th and the 25th. See if you've got those available, and you can sign up at mwaclass.com. We'll talk more about that in the next segment. All right, so, Alan, we're going through our list here, 10 years, five years before retirement. Now it's getting down to crunch time, one year before retirement. And the one thing that it says here in the article is test drive your budget. One year out, act like you're retired. I think, I that's-, think that's a great idea. We've talked about that for years to 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 start living on your expected retirement income. It does a couple of things for you. Number one, it kind of gets you in the mindset of maybe spending a little bit less or being a little bit more mindful about your budget and understanding what's going out of the house. But it also allows you, most of the time anyway, it allows you to bankroll a little bit more money because you're, if you're making, you know, let's say you're making $6,000 a month, but you're going to plan on living on $3,000 mm-hmm. a month or four, that's an extra couple grand a month that you can put away back into savings, back in that slush fund, wherever you want to put it to build that up again. And it's just a great tool, I think, to, to get ready for retirement and get your mindset ready for that because it's a big change. Another one here says simplify your accounts. It's pretty common for people to come in and have an old 401k and one that they're currently in and they've got uh, a number of things all over the place and to try to put those all in one place is probably a good thing. We see it all the time. Uh, folks will have Actually, I've seen it where they had multiple 401ks, uh, where they've just left them at the old companies where they've left over the years, and they've just, you know felt like it was okay there, so they never moved it. And then they may have an IRA or a Roth IRA that they started along the way. They might be carrying an HSA account from their current employer and things like that, maybe an old one. It just gets kind of messy. So the best thing to do that one year that one year mark is really start consolidating a lot of that, pulling it together. Let's bring them together. So you're not losing any value if you move one 401k into an IRA, you're actually giving yourself more options because the IRAs typically allow you to invest in anything. So it's bringing it all together and that way you're kind of, you're going to possibly reduce fees and it's going to simplify your life. This one I love because it's so practical. It says visit the dentist because, you know, you've still (laughs) got health care right now. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when you go on a Medicare, you got to have, you know, a dental plan and all of that. And everything that goes wrong with us in our 50s and 60s, not everything is covered. You got to get a crown. You got to get an implant. You got to do all that stuff. And and, and part of that, it's, it's not all covered, is it? Right. Traditional Medicare doesn't cover dentistry. So, I mean, that's something that you need to think about, especially if you had you know, teeth problems over the years or whatever, you want to make sure that you get the benefit of your, your company health plan. If you still have health insurance, you want to make sure that you get that covered before you 
you know, sign off. Very practical. All right. Now we're up to three months before retirement. And, and this now, not only does it mean that you should be sitting down with your financial advisor, but it also means you should be sitting down with your people at work, HR, because boy, if you have, you know, if, if you're going to continue your health care, if you have a pension, there, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered here, isn't there? Yeah. You need to check in with your HR and really find out how your benefits are going to follow you. Number one, if you've got a pension plan, understand how that pension plan is going to work. If you're married and you got a spouse that you want to provide for him or her, if something happens to you, if you walk out on life early, do they get that pension? How do they get that pension? What's your health care going to do? Are you going to, is your health care going to follow you into retirement? Do you have to pay for it? Is your pension going to cover that? What about your retirement savings plan? Your, if you've got a 401k or a thrift plan, how does that transfer over? And then also, how does that insurance work in retirement? Are you going to actually get to carry that insurance or do you, are now your only choice is Medicare and, and the supplements that are out there? Mm-hmm. And now we talk about Social Security, and this is a, a big part of financial planning because it's a big bucket of money that we're going to draw from. Just because you walk away from work doesn't mean it's time to file for Social Security. And a lot of people think they're hand in hand, but not necessarily so. No, and I think that the biggest misconception is is that you have to take it at age 62 or you have to wait until age 67 to take it. You don't have to do any of those. You can take it when you need to. But having a drawn-out income plan will show you the best time to take it. Now, of course, the only way that anybody can show you the ultimate time to take this is if you know when you're going to walk out on life. I mean, if you know that you're going to die at 75, then you obviously you want to take it as and get as much of it as you possibly can. But the problem is, is we don't know that. So having a plan, that's what our retirement scorecard does. That's what our retirement game plan does is really helps you answer those questions as to when should I take Social Security if the best thing happens, if I live the longest or whatever, what's the what's the best way to maximize Social Security? And then how do I utilize that in my retirement as one of those reliable sources of income? And you actually have a little education going on right now. The classes uh, on the 18th and the 25th over at L Shelby campus, this can give you some of those answers right away so you can start thinking about this. Yeah, the class is, is going to be very intuitive for everybody. It's don't roll the dice on Social Security. Don't guess on this. Make sure that you have an answer on this. And uh, we're going to spend about an hour and a half on those evenings, the 18th and the 25th of March, talking about Social Security, how to maximize this benefit for you, what to expect in retirement, uh, how to avoid some pitfalls. If you take a big lump sum out of your 401k to buy a new car or something like that, how's that going to affect your Social Security? A lot of people don't know that, but it does affect that or it can affect it for a period of time. So you want to make sure you you don't have something pop up that's going to cut you short on income for possibly a year or more uh, just because you took a big chunk out of your, your savings. And, and th- those are the things we're going to cover during that time. And the one thing that I, I don't see anywhere on any of this list, Alan, is a legacy plan uh, and a beneficiary check and all that kind of stuff. Because if you leave this world, you want to make sure that your money is you know not going to be inaccessible to the people that you love. You want your money to go to the people that you love. You want it to go there effectively. Mm-hmm. That's something that you should at least be talking about. We always bring our estate planning attorneys in and have you discuss your plan with them. You know, one of the things that I firmly believe is the IRAs and the 401ks, those types of assets that we've kicked the can down the road on the taxes, those are the worst assets to leave to your kids because they're going to pay their highest tax bracket on that. When it comes out to them, they're going to have to pay their probably their highest tax bracket on them. And so if you're going to leave the kids a legacy, leave them those items that are going to have a step up in value. So if you've got a stock portfolio or a mutual fund portfolio, when you pass away, it's going to step up in value to the, the current market value, so there's no taxes on that gain. That's what the current rules say or current law says. Maybe a house or property or something like that. Or a tax-free benefit through life insurance is the best way to, to provide them that benefit when you're gone. Mm-hmm. That allows you to spend the money that you've saved for retirement, and you can take care of them in other ways. So these are just, as I look through this list, there's about 20 things on this list, 10 years, five years, one year, three months before retirement. And then we've added a number of different things that they didn't touch here that are really very vitally important. If you'd like to go through a list like this with Alan and the team at Mercurial Wealth Advisors, we invite you to do so. If we brought up some questions today of things you go, I don't have that handled. That's a great reason to call. And what we're going to do for you is give you what we call the Retirement 360 Scorecard. And this is 
going to tell you, where are you right now? You know, it's like the uh, at the mall, you are here. Well, where are you when it comes to planning for retirement? And Alan, uh, a quick three-step process is what the retirement scorecard does. Let's go through that. The biggest question we get all the time, Randy, is am I on track? The way I... I think that this is going to help you is that if you care about your money, you value advice, and you're concerned about your future, this scorecard is really going to help you put it all in place. Step number one is we're going to analyze your current investment strategy. We're going to look through our results in advanced planning. We're going to see if your current scenario, your current investment strategy is going to get you to age 95 and still have money left. We're also going to do a fee analysis. Make sure you're not overpaying those fees and keep that on under the, a certain cap if we can do that. Step number two, we're going to stress test your portfolio. How did your portfolio withstand the recent market volatility? Is it something that makes you nervous when you see the market jitter like it did in the last quarter of last year? We want to make sure that you have the proper amount of risk inside your portfolio so that you can sustain those future gyrations in the market. And in step number three, we're going to perform an income analysis to show you what sources of income you do have and are they reliable and sustainable sources of income? Are they going to last through your retirement game plan? Such good information. And this is available to you free. If you've been wondering, am I doing everything I can to save? Is my money in the right place? What do I do about social security? These questions can be answered for you by just giving us a call and asking for the free Retirement 360 scorecard. So here's our number, 253-9366, 253-9366, and ask for the scorecard. You can also go online at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. If you are interested in the Social Security classes coming up on the 18th and the 25th, you can sign up for those. Those are free. M waclass.com mwaclass.com or you can ask about it when you call us again at 253-9366 Alan we're about out of time we'll give you the last word for today the last word Randy is just really to make sure your planning is accurate for you let's go through a test let's go through the retirement scorecard to see if you're on track and put you in the, the right frame of mind to retire successfully You've been listening to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio. To get your free Retirement 360 game plan, call now, 253-9366. That's 253-9366. Look us up today at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions on how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Donald Allen Mercurio and Troy Bolton are investment advisor representatives of Mercurio Wealth Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Mercurial Wealth Advisors is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Insurance licensed in Kentucky.